the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about, when his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph. But before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that she, that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. I wanted to share with you a small window into our time in Mexico on pilgrimage, representing St. Joseph's. We felt your prayers and support the whole way. So a little bit of a historical background. 1474, Juan Diego is born. That wasn't his name, but his name is very difficult to pronounce. This is his baptized name. In 1525, Juan Diego is baptized at the age of 51. 1528, Bishop Zamaraga arrived to Mexico City as its first bishop from Spain. 1531, apparitions begin over four consecutive days. December 12th, Castilian roses are cut by Juan Diego, arranged by the Blessed Mother, and delivered to the bishop, and in the moment that the roses fell to the ground, the imprint on the tilma of Our Lady of Guadalupe was seen by the bishop. In a, in a vestment that would not be as good quality as this, because it was made of cactus, is what you see 500 years later, in its frame in the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe. 1548, Juan Diego dies at the age of 74. Fast forward to this week, last week. We were accompanied by 11 million people, 11 million Mexicans, mostly poor, coming to the Basilica on foot, on bikes, in trucks, in buses, most of them traveling for days. It was one of the most moving experiences to see the people make their annual pilgrimage. 
They showed us love, real love. They exuded joy. They prayed with the simplicity of a people that has suffered injustices and oppression for centuries. They showed us that we too can love more, love better, reach higher. Dear Jesus, in this Mass, help us to be united with all our brothers and sisters around the world who in this moment are suffering greatly. Help us to be agents of change in this world, first and foremost, through our prayers, and then when we are tapped on the shoulder to help, let us, like Juan Diego, move forward in fear and trepidation, but confident we are fulfilling the Blessed Mother's requests. Now to the readings. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you this sign. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. Throughout the Bible, we are given signs that God is at work in our lives and human history. Let's remember some of them. The Red Sea is divided into two. Moses and the burning bush. The virgin crushing the head of the serpent. Our precursor, St. John the Baptist. The greatest of them all, the cross. In this moment of our spiritual journey, God is preparing us to be a people after his own heart. We have been given many signs of his favor. Today, let's walk towards Bethlehem, hand in hand, inside the caravan of our families. What signs do we see around us that speak to us about God becoming man? From my perspective as your pastor, I see signs that often surprise me. A man kneeling before the statue of the Holy Family outside every day on his way to work. A sign of a long line at at the times of confession, which speaks to your needs to be in communion with this God-made man. The sign of a man giving me an envelope for the building fund, which means he sees the value in it. The sign of someone coming to St. Joseph's for the first time and encountering a people that reach out their hand and ask his name. The sign of these devotional candles that are always lit because someone sees a need for an extra prayer. And finally, You all, you are all signs of his love. Thank you for that. Through him we have received the grace of apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of the name. Paul starts this letter with Paul, a slave of Christ. He came to this conclusion after a long life living with Christ after his conversion. In that sense, we are all like him. We have lived with Christ inside of us 
through the sacraments. We have been well formed over many years by the previous pastors at this parish. You know your faith well and live it with enthusiasm. But do we feel like slaves of Christ? What more could we do in our spiritual journey that would help us come to this point of disregarding all that the world offers and opting for Christ? I would like to propose that for the rest of Advent, we adopt a radical simplicity as we approach the stable where the King of Kings lies in hay. Simplicity has many dimensions. Simplicity of detachment from things. Simplicity in my relationships. Simplicity in the way I think about myself. Simplicity in what I want to do. Simplicity speaks into uprooting addictions and addictions abound in our time. With the obedience you have learnt over the years of attending St. Joseph Parish, I think you are ready to become slaves of Christ. Don't be afraid. Joseph awoke. He took his wife into his home. And Joseph found peace by accepting the signs and obeying God's will. And here we have the model of everything we have just discussed. Joseph was a simple man in the greatest sense. He didn't have his plans, his desires, his dreams. He was for God a slave. He loved much. He was quiet and got things done. He didn't look for the limelight. He was always there like a father, a brother, a friend, and a husband. I would encourage all of us to spend time with our patron for the rest of Advent. Talk to him. Imagine being in his presence after a long day in a foreign country with a wife and child to take care of. See in him someone you could become. Here are our marching orders. In the final prayer, the priest will say this. So we may press forward all the more eagerly to the worthy celebration of the mystery of your son's nativity. It's time to put aside all all our distractions, all our addictions, and be focused on the meaning of the season. Eagerly, head high, walking with purpose. Worthy, clean heart, clean soul, clean mind. Celebration, praising God around a table of good food and choice wine. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son.
and she shall name him Emmanuel. With longing for the Lord and his coming at Christmas, we offer our prayers to the Eternal Father. For the church, that she may draw light and strength from the intercession of Mary and Joseph, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For legislators and leaders of nations, that the Lord may guide their decisions in order to uphold the dignity of human life at every stage, from conception to natural death. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For an increase in vocations to the priesthood and to consecrated life, that young men and women may generously respond to the invitation of Jesus. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. That the Lord may preserve the members of our Army, Navy, Marines, Coast Guard, and Air Force from all harm. We pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for the people of the parish. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are sick or infirm and, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. And may your shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Eternal Father, you so love the world that you sent your only Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Redeemer. Grant that, united with him in charity, we may love you with the heart of the Holy Spirit. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.